Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, Sandy Max is here. So is Greg Matzik, Debbie Lazica, and Adam Roberts producing the show this afternoon. So what was it, like two or three weeks ago? Three weeks ago, I guess, maybe, that Greg golfed 100 holes for the MAC Fund, and we were raising money, and part of the deal was that if we could raise $7,500, that Greg, who's been beautifully bald as long as any of us know him, would grow his hair out, which none of us had even ever seen, and his wife had never even seen. And so we raised the money, and he's been growing the hair. How long has it been, Greg? Is it three weeks? <laughs> Too long. Uh, yes, yeah, about three weeks. So the the final day of me shaving my head was the day of the golf event, so April 26th. Oh, yeah, so three weeks. All right, so here's another reason you need to live stream the show. Right. <laughs> because right now, if you live stream the show, and you can do that through WTMJ.com or our YouTube channel, uh, you can see Greg. Uh, take your headphones off so we can actually see how the hair is coming in, Grego. Take your take your headphones off. Uh, okay, is yeah, this yeah. Help? Let's get it. Let's look. Yeah, then we can see how your hair is. All right, I turn my head a little bit. It's, it comes in dark. It does. Um, there's not as much gray up on top as I thought there yeah. might be. There's a little more in my beard. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot more salt and pepper in your beard and your goatee than in the hair on your head. Right. So I'm kind of letting it all go. I'm now at the point where I'm seeing people who I maybe haven't seen in like a month or two, <laughs> and they're walking right by me or just doing kind of a double take, <laughs> like, I'm like oh, hey, Mike, and be like. Greg? (laughs) Confusing people. Or wait till somebody tells you. Anybody ever tell you, you kind of look like Greg Matzik? Right. I haven't gotten that yet. (laughs) Or the old, there's something different. Like when kids got their braces off as teenagers and people are like, Uh what do you mean there's something different? (laughs) I got my braces off. Are you taller? No, that is not the case. Greg, I missed this. When did you start shaving your head? 23? No, a long time ago. So that was what twenty years ago, uh, two thousand three, two thousand two. Wow. So okay, forty-five so now. Years ago. So yeah, a little more than twenty years ago. Wow. All right. So what does Emily think of the hair coming in? Uh, it, Emily is the the sweetest woman on the world uh, in the world, and uh, she's been very polite about the whole situation. <laughs> uh, she was all in oh, beginning. Honey, you look good no matter what you decide to do. Aww. Yeah, that's very, very kind polite. of her to say. Uh, my daughter Kendall, who is six, she has less of a filter. And Daddy, you look like a clown. <gasps> Um, and I think she's got it, kind of got it nailed. Like I feel like Bozo the Clown in some respects. I could spray the side of my head red, and I could pass for a show on WGN. You are nowhere near that because you know I wanted full on Bushman. I am for the beard. candidly disappointed that you have trimmed your beard. So I've double checked that you have not trimmed your I've head. I've not of trimmed hair, the hair on but my head trimmed at all. The beard, but I wanted full on Bushman underneath the neck and everything. And I, I you do, will not chia me, I but do, you'll chia your yeah, head. I consider this a bonus, right? The the facial hair. I, it was starting to like grow into my face, and it yeah. felt very uncomfortable. So I had to. It turn gets that long up a and curvy. Bit. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I it looks like good. That. It really looks good. You look good with a goatee and a. Oh man, you look totally different. It's definitely different. I know that. You have maintained your commitment for the kind oh, for sure. donors who over over supported and uh, contributed eight thousand dollars for the Mac Fund. So you it's are amazing. You are holding up your end of the bargain with the head of hair. Yeah, about 15 more days. So my commitment was at least a month. Yeah. And then we'll see what happens after that. I do have to MC an event on, on June 2nd. So <laughs> that, uh, it, it may be gone at that Moment point. Moment of but truth. We'll, we'll give it a good, honest run here, though. Uh, the other fun thing we're doing is we've been taking pictures mm-hmm. on a regular basis. So when this is all said and done, we're going to put together some sort of time lapse or something. Adam's going to build something that'll be fun to watch. you. Yeah, right. And then when you shave it all back off, eventually that'll be the last one, and we can kind of watch it. 
from bald to growing in and then gone again. How much time are you saving by not shaving? Uh, well, it only takes about five minutes in the shower every couple of days. Uh, like that's it's part of my shower routine. I guess that's now you're off in the a table. rhythm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually am using like conditioner. Like, <laughs> like I don't have to do. Like yeah, it's very soft. So it's different. It's a whole new experience. Uh, I like it. Looks good. The talk and text line, the old National Bank talk and text line is always open. You can always weigh in. 855-616-1620 is the number. Uh, I'd invite you to weigh in on this story that I'm going to share with you. I want to know what you think about how this all played out. You can call us or you can text us. 855-616-1620. It's from Grafton. So Grafton police arrested a guy. He was a teacher at John Long Middle School for making terrorist threats towards students in his classroom on Friday. Here's how it started. A student discovered a discarded piece of paper with swastikas drawn on it on the floor of the classroom. That student turned the paper into the teacher. The teacher is Jewish. So the teacher gets the crumpled up piece of paper, and then he also finds a notebook with swastikas on it. A seventh grader in the class describes what happened next. He says at first the teacher acted normal. He just put it on his desk like, I'm going to tell the office about this. Then the teacher picked up the piece of paper and went on a ramble about how that's bad, and he appeared to get more and more upset, saying it's a disgrace to his people. He started mentioning the N-word and said that was worse than writing the N-word on the wall. Drawing the swastika was worse. The teacher's anger quickly apparently turned to threats. According to the student, he started saying he had 17 guns in his basement. He's not afraid to use them. Said that his daughter was going to go to our house, meaning the students, with a baseball bat and beat us up or something like that. A student in the back of the classroom as this was unfolding reported the teacher to the front office. Not sure how that happened, but teacher got reported. People from the office came down. They removed him. Teacher was taken to the front office. Police were called. And then police ended up arresting him. They said that he made inappropriate and alarming statements to students. The teacher was arrested for terrorist threats and exposing a child to harmful material descriptions or narrations. Both those charges are felonies. They're felonies. Police said they talked to the teacher and he confirmed everything was true. He said, I lost my cool. I was upset. I was mad. I was hurt. And I said all of that. He didn't disagree with any of that. Actually adding, I think I said I'm going to go scorched earth on those kids. So he admitted to all of that, that that's what he said. Teacher's been placed on suspension while this is being investigated. Letter went home to the families in the district, telling them what happened. And now he faces two felonies, including one of them for making terrorist threats. Each of the felonies carries three and a half years in prison and $10,000 fine. What do you think? 855-616-1620. I think the teacher was wrong. You cannot behave like that to our children. You cannot lose your cool. I think he behaved completely inappropriately. Was it terrorism? Should he be charged with terrorism? Absolutely not. That is a complete overreaction. Kids may have been traumatized by what the teacher did. They may have been shocked for sure. I'm sure they were upset. That's all legitimate. His behavior was bad, and I get it. There's also the possibility that he was traumatized. Seeing the notes, seeing swastikas, thinking about maybe past generations of his family, or at the very least, past generations of his religion. Maybe he was having flashbacks and he was upset. I mean, he was clearly upset. He overreacted and behaved terribly.
Prosecutors also overreacted and behaved terribly. Two felonies, seven years in prison, a charge of making a terrorist threat. That doesn't even seem like the right charge. Like disorderly conduct or making a threat, but terrorism? I don't get it. He behaved poorly, and I think the people that leveled the decision with the charges also behaved poorly. Terrorism must have a very legal definition in this case that I'm not familiar with. Obviously, the drawing, like you said, triggered him. I mean, when he loses his cool to the extent to a bunch of seventh graders, you are shouting, I wish pain on all of you and your families, and then threatening to get articulating he had 17 guns and he's going to go scorched earth and send his daughter with a baseball bat. I mean, these are violent things to conjure up out of control. Interesting that he did say, yes, I lost my cool. And these are things that I said, but that had to be a very intense situation for all of those children. And at what point do you not take him at his word that he has 17 guns and he's been, emotionally moved by this to that level of anger and out of control. I think you always look for warning signs, right? How many times has something happened that was so bad and abhorrent? We talk about it on the program. It's in the news. It leads our news. And we say, what about the warning signs? How do people miss this? Mm -hmm. If I'm an administrator, I read that as a warning sign. I go, wait a minute now. Especially given everything that's happened over the last, I don't know, decade plus. You can't just ignore that. You cannot ignore that. Yeah. The sensitivity of in schools and all, you know, every single week we wind up hearing about swatting or some sort of a threat. Uh, let's get a phone call in here because Michelle's from Grafton and she is with us. Good afternoon, Michelle. You're on WTMJ. Hi. Um, I, I, you know, they stole my thunder. The fact that it escalated from zero to 60 and then he started compiling it with the fact that he had weapons in his basement. And, you know, when you have, find that, uh, people who convince um, uh, are the people that commit violent crimes, and people say if they were unaware that they were building these things or had these them in their basements. Well, he he's coming right out and admitting it. Maybe he's crying for help. You know, and obviously this is a very emotional thing for him. But per, perhaps this can be a lesson, and he, it, you know, the police will be able to prevent him from doing something that might have done that he might have done had he not been apprehended you know hey michelle thank you very much for the phone call i think you raised some really good points i mean maybe they stopped a catastrophe from happening here we'll never know that but well thankfully no one was her approach of it's a teaching moment and if he does but do you need to charge someone with a tear a felony of terrorism for it to be a teaching moment when you are claiming you have 17 guns and you're willing to use them but he did not specifically say he was going to shoot anybody. And I think what he did was terrible. The, but is that a terror? Is that terrorism? That's the definition of terrorism? That's the word. I, I can't, it's hard for me to associate I, I the word. However, I can't ignore, like, if I see 17 guns, okay, well, that's, that's a red flag. That is a problem. And certainly, but he may, have them all, he, may, he may legally have 17 guns. Well, what's the point in communicating that? Well, I don't think it's against the law to have 17 guns. Right, but, but why would you say, say that, that? Why like, would you communicate that? That's a threat. That? It's not against the law to communicate that you have 17 guns. Yeah, but there are consequences for what you choose to communicate. Right, but it's and not against the law. over it's, the line. But it's not it's against the, the law line. to say you have 17 guns. 
Now I said in several times. Way. I think what he said. I think what he said was inappropriate. But I think this is an overreaction. I don't think terrorism. I don't feel like that's the right word. But that ain't right. But Sandy might right? be right too. There's. Pro- I'm assuming prosecutors must have some definition, mm-hmm. which I don't have in front of me. But how would you feel if your child was in that class and experienced this and came home to you and said, this is what happened? I would be not happy, but I would not think the teacher should be charged with a terrorism-related crime. I would think the the teacher should be fired. Me too. I agree. But to me, that's less severe than charging someone with two felonies. And not allowed to educate in the state of Wisconsin ever again. Yeah. I think I would agree with that. They should lose their teaching license. It's a terrible story. I mean, he clearly misbehaved. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski is with us live. Boy, Mom's got a pretty nice day yesterday, Brian. Yeah, it really depended on where you are. It was, it, I mean, it was a little bit on the cool side, and there were some sprinkles and showers. But yeah, for the most part, like the, the heavy stuff kind of kind of fizzled out before moving in and um overall the weekend was okay yeah, it was spring okay. right it's yeah. wisconsin Sa- yeah saturday was good yeah yeah saturday was a little better than yesterday mm-hmm. i suppose wasn't it yeah saturday um managed to get all my planting done my spring planting um done which was uh quite a project but i enjoy it wait it always too early i thought memorial day was the the thing yeah d- depends um wow. honestly i would say i would say if you live Within a few miles of the lake, you're pretty safe, if not 100% good to go. Now, if you are one of those inland spots and you have a typically cooler spot, history says you probably should wait a little little bit, but I'm not seeing a freeze as of right now. I, I, I think you're pretty pretty safe there as well. But history on your side, maybe if you want to play it safe, hold off a little bit. What I do like about this weather is it does feel like spring because there are those other years where we've gone from 35 degrees then to 80 and we just miss yes. out on this kind of pleasant weather because I was certainly, I was pleasantly surprised on Saturday. I wore my raincoat to the Brewers game and tailgated afterwards and was able to stand outside in a parking lot pleasantly yeah. instead of shivering or damp. That's a really good point, Sandy, because you're right. I mean, I feel like especially the last few years, like we we did. We went from like really snowy um crappy aprils <laughs> that's then, a meteorological term that i'm sorry. not familiar with <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we did and then all of a sudden it was like boom here's summer and um yeah it's nice to get like that you know that that spring weather that people really enjoy and, and that's what we've been seeing and we had another great day today guys but that being said we're gonna get kind of a gut punch tomorrow yeah <laughs> that wind is really, gonna shift yeah. totally it's gonna be an interesting day it's like we we see this you know, a couple times in the spring where tomorrow is going to be one of those days where much of the day you're going to be outside and you're going to be in your shorts and it's going to feel like summertime. And then all of a sudden, just like that, like a light switch, the wind is going to go northeast. And if you are near Lake Michigan, the temperature is going to drop like a rock, like really fast. Like I would say from close to 80 to 50s in a matter of an hour. Yeah, in a matter of an hour or two. And a lot of that's going to happen like instantly. This, This could actually end up being like a technical pneumonia front. Now, I was looking up the history of it. It was actually... Actually, the, wor- the term pneumonia front was started by the National Weather Service office here in Milwaukee, specifically for this type of front. It's a cold front that races down Lake Michigan, accelerates and intensifies, and by the time it makes it to Milwaukee, you get that significant drop. In order for it to be technically a pneumonia front, you need a drop of 16 degrees or greater in an hour or less. And I do think we have a good chance of seeing that tomorrow afternoon. What time of day? 
I would say around one o'clock is wow. the time frame that I yeah. So lunchtime you could be sitting outside at noon, could be seventy eight, maybe even eighty degrees, and then all of a sudden once that cold front hits, sometime early tomorrow afternoon, let's just say one o'clock right now, um, it will. You, you better have your sweatshirt handy or a light jacket at the very least. All right. What about the couple days after that? What are we looking at? Okay, so as we head into uh, tomorrow evening, after that cold front passes through, there is a tiny chance of a shower, like a 10% chance. I think most of us stay dry. So if you want to do some yard work, mow the lawn, that's fine. Uh, Wednesday, mostly sunny, 58 only, lakeside, 65 inland. All things considered, a nice spring day. Thursday, mostly sunny, back up to 71. Friday, partly cloudy, with a chance of thunderstorms and a high of 63 degrees. So uh, pretty nice May-like week, guys. All right, quick question for you. It relates to the next topic we're discussing. Do you wear cologne? Mm -hmm. I do, but I don't overdo it. That's for sure. Nice. Okay. And, and you, yeah, like I'm, I'm like a like a half a spray almost. You know what I mean? Like a half a squirt, just just enough. Yeah. What's your fragrance <laughs> of choice, Niz? <laughs> oh, Come on. I, I'm like old school. Yeah. I'm trying to think. There are some ones that were like that were cool when I was in high school, and I still buy them. Like Curve Polo. is one of them. Curve and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Cool Waters. Oh, those yeah. Are, those oh. were good. Yeah, yep. like Cool Waters. There's no shame yep. in, the, in the smell yeah. good game. Exactly. All right. I, I found ones that I, I found ones that I liked, and I haven't been able to go away from them. And good. it's all good. And if your wife yep. likes it, that's all that really matters. <laughs> Important. Yep. Exactly. All right, Niz. <laughs> Thanks. We'll talk to you tomorrow, See buddy. See you guys. It is 545 yep. at WTMJ. Guess which movie star is smelling really good these days? We've got the scoop up next. I can feel it. It's magic. Sauvage. Dior. Johnny Depp. <laughs> With a new scent out, is that right? Well, I think it's the same scent. He's just continuing the oh. partnership. But fragrances are this huge business that I'm just kind of not in touch with. But I realize how many commercials I see. But Johnny Depp just made history with that Sauvage commercial. Johnny Depp, can I just say, looks like he stinks. Is it? <laughs> he looks kind of homeless and scraggly. The name of the fragrance is not Amber, is it? Oh, no. No, it isn't. <laughs> I'm no. on that idea. But, yeah, he, if anything, he looks like he smells like patchouli or something. But yeah. he now is the record holder for an actor signing a deal with a fragrance. $20 million is the new deal he wow. just signed. $20 million. That's a lot of money. Now, the record holder before that is a man that I wouldn't mind smelling, but... Uh, uh, Team Edward, when it comes to Twilight, uh, Robert Pattinson. Oh, okay. I he thought was... you were going Edward Scissorhands. No, well, no, that's he <laughs> screwed that up. That would be funny. Uh, he's uh, Robert Pattinson, so he was making twelve million, but that's how much Johnny Depp, twenty million dollars. And hmm. now think about it. But this made me think: like, I don't really ever smell the two of you guys. Meaning, do either of you wear fragrances? I do. I wear cologne, and I wear the same couple all the time. I my favorite is Aqua de Jo. And uh -huh. I wear Aqua de Jo, or I like Nautica. Sure, but it's like one. It's like one squirt. Like you have to hug me, I think, to smell it. But I like it that way. So you get you, you have the the, the, the squirtathon going on, right? You're, you spray yeah. it and you kind of walk through it, right? And it just sort <laughs> yeah. of mists on you. Well, I'm too I'm too lazy. I just kind of squirt it onto my neck area, just or my upper my shirt, like. Well, okay. so I guess I do two squirts. Yeah, you're not obnoxious. It works. Okay. Greg, are you a fragrance? I, very rare. So back in a, a previous life, my my mother worked for L'Oreal. 
Really? So I knew what voluminous mascara was when I was like eight. Um, so she'd get all this stuff, and we'd get deodorant and different sort of body washes and fragrances, right? It was just part of her deal. So we always like picked out a fragrance when we were young and growing up before we had any business even owning such a thing. So I kind of knew what they all were, but I haven't worn cologne in forever. I had a bottle of something... Uh, kind of bougie called Vetiverio, which was really nice scent. But once I ran out of it, I never got another bottle. You smell clean, huh? but you don't smell like obnoxious perfume, <laughs> like a trail as you walk down the hallway. Do you wear scents? I do not. I have, and the scent that I do have is special. Like I'll wear it on yeah. special occasions. Yeah. But I'm also sensitive in the workplace, like because I don't think I ever know how much is too much. Because yeah. I'm a some is good, more is better. So I'm like, yeah. oh, a little behind the neck, a little in the elbows, a little behind the knee. Like, I'll I'll overload it because I love the smell of it. And it's called Isatis by Givenchy. Mm. But this goes all the way back to high school. It was a scent that my mom liked. Yep. So yep. we would get two bottles, and I've never changed from that. So speaking of moms, this is the one my mom wore growing up. And she made the mistake of telling us she liked it. And she got bottles from five people every single holiday. <laughs> There's a fragrance that's here today. Oh. They called it Charlie. Different remember that? Charlie. That was my mom's fragrance. I, I do not it, remember this. It, it still is oh, my yeah. mom's fragrance. Well, she still has it because she's been getting so many bottles. Yeah. And, and she does. I think she literally, I helped clean out part of her house at one point, and she had like 30 bottles of Charlie. Oh, because nice. everybody got it. I don't know what to get, Mom. Let's get her some Charlie. It smells good. Well, what are you wearing? The old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Uh, are you wearing a fragrance? Because this really is huge business. I did a little research on the top... Most popular fragrances created by celebrities, not the fashion brands, not Chanel, you know, number five, some of those. These are the celebrity fragrances. And the one, two, three, five, and 21 fragrances are all singer Ariana Grande. Hmm. Really? All of them? That's no more than just kidding. the side business there. Yeah. Wow. So that means younger gals are yeah. seeming. Like, what's the name pretty? of the number one? Cloud by Ariana Grande. I'm so out of it. I Followed no by Sweet Like Candy. Ari, oh, really? thank you next, uh, which I know is a song title, and then Moonlight. Those are her top five. Hmm. Then, I love this, at number four, Elizabeth Taylor's White Diamonds. Still? Yes. Wow. Now, that has to be like the all-time most successful, right? I mean, that was and like... And I'm thinking those aren't the young ladies peppering that on, you know, tapping the, behind the And that's ear. a current list that's yes. still up there in the top five? Yes, as of wow. last year. That's amazing. So then your third woman who has fragrances, and she has three in the top 30, is Rihanna. Who played Super Bowl? So you know she needs to extend her her line items so she can yeah. continue to make more money. And then here's a name that I remembered: Paris Hilton. Oh wow! So yeah. she has three in the top thirty. And Still, the, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and then this will also probably not surprise you. Yet another singer, Taylor Swift. Hmm. Hmm. Of course, she has fragrances. All right, what about dudes? Here you go. Yeah, who do you got for dudes? I love that you asked because your first top guy is at number 11, and that's Sean John, or Sean Combs. Okay. He has two fragrances. Your next group of men, Nick Jonas and John Varvatos, who's a designer. Then your number three guy, he has three different fragrances. Michael Jordan. Hmm. Yeah, I knew he had, I didn't know he had three. Yeah. Really? Very cleverly named. Are they named. called like Air? What are they uh, called? Well, Jordan, 23? I think he's got a 23, doesn't he? I, the ones that make it in the top three, uh, he has three in the top three. Jordan, 
Michael Jordan, <laughs> very cleverly named, and then Legend. Oh, Legend. My oh, mistake. Okay. Yeah. I, there's something so powerful about just you know, the scent, right? It holds with you. You yeah. can you, back to a time and a place. I remember just in middle school, first dance, a bunch of seventh graders. You're standing in the area where the doors are, and you can't quite get in, but it's an, an enclosed area. The, the, the combo cologne smell from kids who had no idea how much mm-hmm. was too much was just just blinding. Like your eyes would water. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just a combination of polo and dracar and Stetson. Oh, dracar. That's awful. a flashback. Greg, you awful. bring up a great point of it does take you back to a time. Dracar, totally. my stepbrother Drakkar. wore that in high school. So yep. I think of him. You mentioned polo earlier with Brian Yeah. Yeah. I love, I still love polo because yeah. that reminds the me of high school polo's got a bunch too. Friends. There's like blue polo. There's... Yeah. You know what I'll do if I'm if I'm shopping in a department store? I'll you go to the club, I'll whiffer? put some on my nice. wrist and just be like, I remember those times. We're getting Cool Waters and Dolce and Gabbana light blue. Uh, we do have someone from the old National Bank talking text line who says, uh, from the 414, white diamond smells like an 80-year-old woman. Mm, yeah. But that's, that's okay. True. Some yeah. people like that. Yeah, exactly. And then other people are just wearing deodorant. Exactly. Uh, that's fun. Good stuff. <laughs>